Hey everybody, welcome to Fight Talk. This is Steven Jensen. Today's episode, I'm joined by Mark Ramondi from MMAfighting.com, one of my favorite journalists in the entire game of MMA. MMAfighting.com is my favorite source of MMA news, so just free little plug there for them. Check them out. They do great stuff. Mark's also involved in the MMA Journalists Association, a new thing that we talk about towards the end of the episode, so make sure to stay tuned all the way through because me and Mark talk about that, but we mainly talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. He was live in the house out there in California for the G1 special. He was there both nights. We talk about some of the best matches, his fan experience, what he really likes about New Japan Pro Wrestling, and a whole bunch of other stuff. It was a great conversation, and I think you guys are going to like it a lot. Mark's a really great dude, and I really appreciated his time today. Like I said before, major, major name in the world of mixed martial arts, especially on the journalism side. So before we get into that conversation, though, make sure to check out Heroes and Legends, who are celebrating 15 years in business, established in 2002 as a pro wrestling collectible memorabilia company. I was just with them over the weekend in Nashville, Tennessee at Freedom Pro Wrestling. Really, really nice guys. and They do great stuff, great work. They specialize in action figures, vintage magazines and programs, DVDs, autograph memorabilia, and other unique pro wrestling memorabilia. Make sure to follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HL Pro Wrestling. And make sure to catch them at the following dates. We got another Freedom Pro Wrestling show at the Nashville Fairgrounds on August the 19th. And then after that, mark your calendar right now, November the 25th, Winston-Salem, North Carolina at WrestleCade. Heroes and Legends is bringing along with them Ken Shamrock and Dan Severn, two major, massive legends in the world of mixed martial arts as well as professional wrestling. I plan on being there live as well. They're going to be doing autographs, taking pictures, doing interviews. It's going to be a really great time. I'm really looking forward to it, and you should be too. Also, jump on WrestleRumble.com. The Pick'em Contest will be up any minute if it isn't already by the time you hear this. The Great Balls of Fire Pick'em Contest is going to involve a lot of great prizes, a lot of cash, and some other great prizes too. I don't know if the prize list has been announced yet. I know what it is, but I don't know if it's out there yet for you people. If it is already, you already know the prize list is great. And I'm going to do an official Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view prediction podcast that was a mouthful this week so that's probably the next podcast that you'll hear and i'll talk a whole lot about wrestlerumble.com but stay up to date with what they do at wrestlerumble on twitter also shout out to williamson brothers barbecue they have the best sauce in the world they have a carolina which is a mustard based they have a spicy chipotle and they have the original i like all three got a lot of great feedback so far from the others who have tried it if you want to try it yourself for free let me know. Just hit me up on Twitter at fighttalk underscore, and I'll hook you up with some sauce. Just tell me you want to try it, and I'll get you some out for free. Also, jump onto williamsonbros.com. They have a whole line of products. Check them out. Three physical locations in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and it's a family-owned business, and they have my favorite sauce in the world. So once again, thank you to Williamson Brothers Barbecue for supporting the Fight Talk podcast. Also, last and definitely not least, Hit up Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing. Brian Jensen is an NSAM and USA Boxing certified trainer out of Delgado Boxing in Sandy Springs, Georgia. That's in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Give him a call at 404-316-4516 or email him directly at brian at delgadoboxing.net. That is B-R-Y-A-N at delgadoboxing.net. If you want to learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, learn self-defense, or polish up existing skills, Brian Jensen is the man for you. He can be followed on Instagram at BMJMMA. Once again, follow Brian on Instagram at BMJMMA. 
get a knockout workout without getting knocked out, hit up Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing right now. And speaking of all those great sponsors that I just mentioned, I have a major contest running right now. All you have to do is go on Twitter at FightTalk underscore. It's the easiest contest ever, and it's a real big prize. You go on there. I have a pinned tweet. You just retweet it. It has four pictures. One explains what the contest is and the prizes. The other are some pictures of what you win. You're going to get three free entries to WrestleRumble.com's Great Balls of Fire Picking Contest, two APA action figures, both Farouk and Bradshaw, four UFC mini fight posters, three bottles of Williamson Brothers sauce, and a WrestleRumble.com t-shirt as well as a Fight Talk podcast t-shirt. One person is going to win all of those things, all those great prizes from myself and my wonderful sponsors. All you have to do is go on Twitter at FightTalk underscore F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. Just retweet that tweet. That contest is going to run until this Saturday the 8th, the day before Great Balls of Fire, so I can get you out your WrestleRumble.com free entries. So with that all being said, kick back, relax, and enjoy this conversation where me and Mark Ramondi from MMAFighting.com talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Hey, Mark, how you doing today, man? Hey, Steven. How's it going? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you very much for your time today. First of all, Mark, uh, well, happy Independence Day, and how's life out in California? Oh, uh, a glorious day, blue skies, about 75 degrees, the usual. There you go. How are you liking that in comparison to uh, life out in New York? Uh, it, is a, it is a calmer, cooler, uh, more relaxed in California, that is for sure. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, have you been going out to quite a few pro wrestling events out there, or is New Japan kind of one of the first ones you've been out there to? Uh, I've been, uh, NXT was out here recently, and I went out to that. They were in uh, Riverside County. I drove out to that. Uh, I went to a couple of, uh, like, like uh, small local shows just in SoCal. Um, so I've been to quite a few over the last few months. I'm uh, kind of, uh, I've kind of gone from last pro wrestling fan to, uh, to back on the, uh, on the pro wrestling bandwagon. Dude, I love hearing that, man, because um, I'm a big fan of you guys over at MMA Fighting, and I hear Ariel Hawani all the time. Like, I know he was, like, a major fan growing up and, like, won't even touch it now, and it's frustrating. I hear, like, Luke Thomas, you know, thinks it's a joke, but I love I love hearing some people over there. Uh, it's into New Japan especially because um, I'd imagine you see a lot of the similarities, as, as I, I do as well, to maybe something like Pride Fighting back in the day. Certainly, I, I think that there is a deep, deep connection between MMA and pro wrestling, especially in Japan. Uh, I mean, e- even down to even down to some of the, the you know competitors and, and the performers. You know, a lot of them have backgrounds in MMA. Uh, I mean, I, I think I don't think there's any doubt that uh, that pro wrestling is somewhat of a of a precursor to modern day MMA in, in many ways. I don't I don't think there would be MMA the way it's constituted now, obviously, without pro wrestling. I agree 100%, and, and something that I really think is cool about New Japan in particular is that it kind of fills that niche gray area between uh, the fans like us. You know, I'm 29 years old, been watching pro wrestling my whole life, but, you know, I grew up on WCW, ECW, WWF, Monday Night Wars, all that kind of stuff, and then a lot of people, right, exactly, and a, and a lot of people kind of fell off at that point, whether it was because they just kind of grew out of it, or maybe they found mixed martial arts, which I did as well, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of both. But New Japan is like kind of that really sweet gray area of 
almost what Pride exactly was. I mean, you hear stories nowadays about, like, you know, were these guys force-fed steroids in Japan or, like, how legitimate were all the fights? My thing was I love Pride because of the entertainment aspect, and that's what I get out of New Japan. So big, big fan of that stuff. Uh, Mark, were you at both nights of the G1 special? I did. I'm at both nights. Oh, that's amazing, man. What was your favorite match of the uh, of the weekend, if you had one? Oh, there's no doubt the uh, the final match of the of weekend, uh, Omega and Ishii. That was uh, that was an incredible match. That was the best match I've ever seen live. Um, going back to my uh, my old days with Sandem when I was uh, when I was younger, through that match was just just incredible, man. It was the, and and the crowd was so into it. I mean, it was it was just an incredible experience. I was like I was like emotional afterward. It was it was such a such a hard you know hitting. Uh, stiff match. I mean, so many. I mean, those guys really put themselves through hell for our entertainment. It was, it was really incredible. Dude, I, I couldn't agree more. And I love Ishii in particular. I mean, of course, uh, Kenny Omega is on just a completely another level right now. But uh, what I love so much about a guy like Ishii is he has a very basic moveset, but he can get you so emotionally invested in his matches because of just like what you were saying. He looks like he's out there killing people, but he's also taking so much punishment. And by the end of it... Yeah, he smells like a madman. I mean, amazing. As far as some other matches over the weekend, one of my favorites, uh, personally, was the Young Bucks versus Rapungi Vice. I thought they put on a masterpiece of a tag team match. What were your thoughts on that one, man? Well, it was, it was, it was really great on... Uh, I mean, as, as itself, it was, it was a great match. I mean, those are two of the best uh, tag teams right now, I think, in the world. And, uh, you know, in and of itself, it was a great match, but also the added uh, motion of... Dave Meltzer, obviously someone who the Young Bucks are very close to, the wrestling, I'm wrestling journal, also a, a, a teammate of mine at MMA Fighting, you know, a guy that I know very well, lost his dad over the weekend, and the Young Bucks dedicated the match to, to Dave and to Dave's dad, and they hit a special Meltzer driver, you know, for for uh, Dave and, and his dad on the, on the outside, which was just a ridiculous move, and they hit another one um, to finish the match. There was even a Meltzer chant during the match that... Uh, at Long Beach Convention Center, which, which was just crazy. Um, so it was, that was, uh, I mean, everything about that match was really special. Yeah, and our thoughts and prayers are with the Meltzer family here at the Fight Talk podcast as well. Uh, and I thought it was really great to hear that. Um, I read that uh, Meltzer and his family sat down all together to watch that tag team match, and apparently it was a really good, I guess, source of grieving, if you will, that they were able to all get together yeah. and enjoy that. That was uh, it was it was uh, pretty incredible to, to be there live for that and to hear you know to hear a Meltzer chant like it's not it's not very often that you hear a chant for a journalist so it was it was, uh, it was pretty it was pretty mind blowing and uh, you know of course of course uh, Dave deserves it you know he he's, he's a legend oh yeah he's he's one of my biggest inspirations uh, personally he's a guy that I I look up to very very much so that was all great stuff to see that um as far as uh, some other things, uh, some takeaways from the weekend. I mean, you being at both of the shows, what was the fan experience like? Because it came off great on television. It was, I mean, the, the wrestling was great, and the fans were into it. it. One of the coolest things that I thought was, in the main event on Saturday, it was Okada against uh, against Cody. And uh, Cody was, was, you know, draped in all, you know, U.S. flag regalia, you know, stars and stripes and what have you. And uh, he was a heel. You know, the, the, the fans in, in the United States were cheering for the Japanese guy over the guy dressed in all American flag clothes, which, which I thought was crazy, and I thought, it was, I thought it was great. I thought that was a, a great thing because it's not just a jingoistic uh, crowd. I, think, I thought the fans were really great. I think I thought the pops they gave the Japanese wrestlers were, were really surprising. I think they, they were almost surprised by how over they were 
in Long Beach. Um, but uh, some of the things were not, were not so great. Uh, the merch line, was, they, they only had one merch table. Just the demand for merch was insane. We waited for over two hours on uh, on Saturday to get to get shirts. Oh wow, that was not good. Um, I don't think they I don't think they knew what kind of reception they were going to get when they got here. They were not prepared for that for that volume of people. Um, that's something that they they corrected on Sunday, but most of the shirts were already caught by Sunday, so it was a little bit easier. Uh, hopefully, next time when they come back to to LA or, or the US next year, whenever whenever it is, that they'll have that figured out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that's a bummer to hear that about the merch line and that kind of stuff. You know, you even see that every now and then at WWE events, which blows my mind. Like when they don't have things set up, and you're like, did you not realize there was going to be about eighteen thousand people in this building before everybody showed up? And it is a little frustrating. But as far as like everything that came off on TV, it's really good to know that you know the fan experience, as far as the matches and the match quality and all that was, everyone enjoyed that. So it's good to hear that. Were you like a major fan of New Japan going into the show, or were you just kind of like casually watching? I've, I've, uh, I would still class myself as, myself as casual. I've been, I've been following New Japan uh, for the last uh, few months, but I'm, I'm just getting back into it. And, and New Japan is, is a promotion I'm very interested in because right now, I mean, I, I think that they're just it's the, it's the best show right now. It's the best wrestling, possibly some of the best wrestling ever. I mean, the Okada Omega matches. And, and, you know, even guys like uh, E.C. and Shibata, who is obviously uh, injured now, uh, Omega, I mean, it's just uh, the level of talent is ridiculous. So I've been, I've been enjoying uh, I've been enjoying some of the New Japan that I do get to watch. I actually, after, after this weekend, I had to subscribe to uh, New Japan World because, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm totally in now. I'm, I'm sold. Dude, that's amazing. I, I pay my whatever winds up being around, around $10 a month. They, like, convert it over from yen. Uh, so, but it, I think that, I think that that's great that you're doing that, uh, because I'm a big advocate for it myself. Uh, same with like anything that I believe in, you know, I tell the same, the same story about UFC fight pass and all that stuff. Uh, it was, it was a bummer seeing Eric Winter go. I like that guy a whole lot. Uh, but all these streaming services, uh, have seemed to really be helping out a lot. And it's really cool to hear that you are now subscribed to New Japan World. Uh, it sounds like they got an even bigger fan, uh, after you went over the weekend, and before I let you go, Mark, in a non-pro wrestling related, a chance to kind of get this out there for anybody who might not be aware, uh, you guys recently started the MMA Journalist Association, which is yes. something that I think is a long time need. I think the fighters uh, need something similar soon as well, personally. But as far as the Journalist Association, can you please uh, let my listeners know a little bit of information about that and how they can get involved if they're listening to this? Yeah, so I mean, it's it's uh, again, it's, it's something that I think, I think, like you said, it has been needed for a long time. Every every major sport, the uh, the media in that sport has some kind of association that that represents them that they're that they're a part of. And uh, you know, MMA is still a young sport. It's, it's not it's not quite you know up to up to speed as far as that stuff goes. So we, we over the last, I mean, it's really taken a year to get this all going and I'm really I mean people have asked me like what, what is it for well I mean there's, there's, no, there's no one reason there's no one thing that it's going to be for I mean of course but the big thing is is just professional standards in, in MMA journalism you know just, just, to, just to have uh, you know and foster that um, and there's just so much criticism of, of MMA media because it is, it is new and it's yeah, it's 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 still a new sport, uh, and uh, and I think that just just providing people with the education and and the knowledge of what journalism is and, and what we should be doing as media is a big deal. And of course, you know, to, so just a, 
to further the standard that we that we deal with that you know in the, in the USB and those where we cover events you want to make sure that that we are that, that the journalists are taken care of and they're able to do their job and you know there have been some bully tactics in the past by some promotions uh, and uh, that's something that we want to we want to prevent you know that every other sport has that kind of thing and and we, and we want to be we want to be there too we we're, we're stronger together you know we we. If, if we're one, if we're one unit as, as journalists, and, and we, you know, that's that's where that's how, that's how you stop from getting bullied. That's how you stop from, you know, not not having the greatest uh, experiences at when you're covering events to be, to be together. That's the only way. To do it. Otherwise, it's just one person complaining and then no one supports them, and then that nothing really happens. Well, I think that's all fantastic, uh, especially because. You know, with with MMA journalism, especially, I feel like it's so important to be getting a third party unbiased like information. Like you, you can't just yeah. be getting all your information straight from the UFC or from Bellator or whatever the promotion is. And um, I know you didn't mention it by name, but you know, we all we we've all seen the bullying tactics uh, with some pretty high profile journalists over the years. And what I think you guys are doing is absolutely phenomenal. So uh, I'm definitely 100 percent in support of it. Oh, one last thing, man. Where where can people find you before we get out of here? Uh, you as Mark Ramondi, where can people find you and know where you're where you're at and what you're doing? Um, you know, on Twitter, of course, uh, Mark underscore Raymondi, uh, M A R C underscore R A I M O N D I, and just MMAfighting dot com. You know, it's uh, I think it's the best site right now in MMA. I think we have uh, we have an incredible team. We do a lot of great work. Uh, you know, everything from the the breaking news to the big features and then all the event coverage, of course, photos. I mean, excellent photos. Um, you know, Casey Lydon's videos. I think that we have uh, an incredible staff, and, and I'm really excited about what we're doing now and what we're going to be doing in the future. We also just redesigned our site. I think it looks great. So uh, yeah, definitely check that out. I, I like all the re the remodeling you guys have done over there. Uh, shout out right now to Esther Lynn for the uh, New Japan photos. I saw those. Those are yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, I, I mean, I, those are just those are insane. I mean, they're I, they're so ridiculously good. I, I mean, I, I was, I was like, I mean, I was excited to see how she would do shooting it. I mean, I knew that it was, they were going to be great, but after, after looking at them, I was like, my God, this is, this is incredible. Like, someone should just hire her and uh, yeah. I'm sure pro wrestling forever because it just, I mean, I think the sport lends itself to, uh, to, to that kind of photography, and she's just an artist. I mean, it's just, uh, it's pretty incredible. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it was pretty amazing. Dude, I couldn't agree more. Well, Mark, hey, thank you so much for your time today. Go enjoy the rest of your Independence Day, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk soon. I really enjoyed this, man. Cool. Thanks, man. All right, everyone. That, once again, was Mark Ramondi from MMAfighting.com. He can be followed one more time at M-A-R-C underscore R-A-I-M-O-N-D-I on Twitter. And also make sure to check out the MMA Journalist Association. They can be found on Twitter at the MMAJA. And just like Mark was saying, they're doing a great thing over there and something I support in full. So really, really great to see what they're doing. And also check out MMA Fighting on Twitter at MMA Fighting. I agree with Mark. I think that they are the best in the world of what they do. I know that's a Chris Jericho line, but I'm going to steal it. I really do believe that. I am an unbiased third party. I have nothing to do with their website. Uh, you guys hear me say it about certain websites in the pro wrestling world as well all the time. Uh, I've got WrestleZone.com, uh, NoDQ.com. Those are the two main ones that I really support. WrestleRumble.com as far as the contests are concerned. 
But as far as MMA is concerned, the only one I really use is MMAfighting.com. I'll be honest. I think they're the best. I think they have the best staff. They're the best staff of people, and they're the most accurate with their information. Uh, you can get good information in a lot of different places. I think uh, Brad Okamoto at ESPN is great. I think there's other outlets that do very good work. But MMAfighting.com, in my opinion, does the best work. So it was a real, real pleasure to have Mark Ramondi on the show today. If you want to follow me on Twitter, my handle is at FightTalk underscore. That's at F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. I can be found on Facebook at FightTalk Podcast or to search Fight Talk. You should be able to find it pretty easy. Please subscribe on Podomatic, Google Play. I can also be found on various channels now, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, all that good stuff, pretty much everywhere. If you listen on iTunes, please subscribe on iTunes. Please rate and comment as well. It helps the podcast out a lot. It really does. I know I say it all the time, but it is the truth. And it takes like three seconds. You just jump on there, pop in a five-star rating, and just put a little comment as easy as, hey, Steven, or I like the podcast. Real simple. Or just fight talk. Just whatever you want. If you want to support the podcast even more than you already do now, Please jump on whatamaneuver.net and grab you some Fight Talk podcast merchandise. Got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, pretty much anything you can think of. All sizes, all colors for all different types of people. I do have tank tops. That's the big thing right now. Tank tops at whatamaneuver.net. If there's a size you're looking for, something that you don't see, just let me know. I can get you any color, any size. If there's the design that you want that you see on my Twitter or somewhere else or on my Facebook page that you don't see on any of my merchandise, I can have that made for you as well. Just let me know and I'll make it happen. Women, children, guys, girls, I mean, anything you can think of, I can get you stuff out because I really appreciate the support I get from the people who listen and I will go out of my way to make sure I hook you up. And I am so confident in making sure I hook you up that make sure to jump on Twitter right now. I've mentioned it before. The major contest is running right now as I speak. At fight talk underscore, there is a pinned tweet on my on my guess timeline, whatever you call it. There's a pinned tweet. It has four pictures. One of the pictures explains what the contest is and all of the prizes involved with it. You're gonna get three free WrestleRumble.com entries to the Pick'em contest for Great Balls of Fire, a WrestleRumble.com t-shirt, Heroes and Legends threw in two APA Farouk and Bradshaw action figures. They're really nice action figures. Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing threw in four UFC mini fight posters. I threw in a Fight Talk podcast t-shirt and Williamson Brothers Barbecue is giving you three bottles of their amazing sauce, a Carolina original and spicy Chipotle. So one winner is going to win all of that just by retweeting a tweet. It's so simple. It takes three seconds. Just jump on Fight Talk underscore F-I-G-H-T T-A-L-K underscore on Twitter. Just retweet it for your chance to win. I'm picking a winner the morning of Saturday the 8th, which is the morning before Great Balls of Fire, because I'm going to email you over your free WrestleRumble.com entries and plenty of time for you to play the game. So once again, special thanks to those sponsors I just mentioned, WrestleRumble.com, Heroes and Legends, Brian Jensen at Delgado Boxing, and Williamson Brothers Barbecue. Thank you very much for listening, and I will be back soon.